Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 16 of Project 88 Podcast. I'm AC, and on this episode, we have editor, videographer, TikToker, and most importantly, photographer. Please give a warm welcome to Gonzalo Orconza. Right? Concosa. <laughs> Thank you for coming on. How are you today? Uh, I'm great. It's just where the clap goes in. And uh, it's my Instagram is Goncasa, that's why he's calling me Goncasa, but my name is Gonzalo, and uh, I do all those things, and I also do videos. And yeah, that's, that's I don't know. <laughs> uh, how are you today? How am I? How are you feeling? How am I feeling? Yeah. Uh, well, normally I don't really put much of my voice in like this stuff, so I'm not like the best at voicing stuff. But right. I'm feeling pretty good. I just got out of the gym and uh, I'm pretty happy. Respect, respect. Uh, I wanted to uh, to jump right into it. I'm really a big fan of your uh, asking strangers for pictures. Mm-hmm. The the project. Can you go more in detail into into what that is, if someone were to ask you? So, basically, uh, people have thought I'm super, super weird, so I'm glad that you think that it's cool. <laughs> but essentially, I go out in the street and just, what, whenever I think somebody looks cool or I think it'd be like a cool picture, I just go up to them and say, hey, can I take a picture of you? Right. And I record it either with a GoPro or video, like somebody films me. But I post it on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, and yeah, that's essentially what it is. I just like, I don't know, like I've always, like I haven't always filmed it. Like when I was younger, I think it was, I started when I was like 18. Mm-hmm. Like I had my first camera, like somebody asked me to go out on the job. And I had like no zero practice, but I still wanted to charge money. So I literally one day in Miami Beach, I just uh, got on my camera and started asking people, people for strangers, like pictures. And that's how kind of kind of started, you know. So you came up with the idea when you were 18? Well, how did you come up with it? You just like, so, decided, hey, I'm going to just go out and ask people for pictures. Yeah, well, essentially, like, I had zero portfolio, and I wanted mm-hmm. to, I know, I know I wanted to take pictures, but I can't really tell somebody, hey, I'll charge you 80 bucks, or I'll charge you, like, I don't know, like, whatever. I, at that point, like, my first photo shoot, I think I charged 30 bucks. Right. It was. And uh, I, if I had no portfolio, like, there was no way to ask, so I just, I literally went out, out and started taking pictures of, like, random people on the street. I said, hey, can I take your picture? And you'd be surprised when people actually said yes. I actually got like a model to say yes. And like, that's just how I started doing it. And that's why I started doing it. Yeah, that's cool. That, uh, I I used to be, or I tried to be a photographer back in, when I was an underclassman. Mm -hmm. But I remember the first photo shoot, I charged like 10 bucks. So it wasn't, it wasn't really anything crazy. Honestly, it's just about principle. Like, like that's, that's why I'm guessing like you did it. Like, yeah, you don't like it, it was out. just something to try out, yeah. and like I was completely new to this world, so I mm-hmm. was just like, Oh, how do you do this? How do you yeah. do that? Yeah, but the worst is like when you charge the least amount to somebody, like they'll normally treat you like the most, like rushed, like they'll want the most. Like, at least for me, like I've, I've had like shoots where I charged like two thousand dollars, and and I literally like I get a message like after two weeks of like, Hey, like, like can I get like the video whenever you're done, or let me know how it's going, or whatever. But yeah. then I have people that you know, like, they ask me for, like, a discount, and, like, they, like, like say, oh, like, it's for this reason, I, I, like, it's gonna be, like, super quick, and, you know, at some point, I agree, and then those are the worst clients, because they always want, like, 20 edits, and they want, like, like, hundreds of different things, and yeah. they always, like, want the most, so. They want to pay the most for, for, I mean, they want to, they want the most, but for the least amount of Yeah, pay. yeah, which sucks, which I'm guessing that's what you experience, like, doing photography. I mean, yeah. Can I bring your dog here, because he's... <laughs> Oh, you want to play with my dog? No, nah, he's just making, like, sounds with the... I don't know if it's going to catch yeah, it. It, it doesn't, but... Okay, okay. <laughs> just making sure. Uh, 
when did you realize that when did you have the moment where you were like oh shit i have something here like you going up to strangers just blowing up and it's something that people actually want to see um when did i realize that it's actually okay so i don't know like i've always liked my images most of my friends like my images right and i just thought that if there's a group of people there that like my images and i know my friends don't lie to me like i've had friends tell me oh like these pictures suck like they're just bad like, yeah like i know you can do better and like that's why i understand them like your, my friend group like supports what i'm doing mm-hmm. but like the moment where i just posted a tiktok and then it got like like in a couple hours it hit like six hundred thousand views and then the next one got like three million and the next one got like you know like five million like it's just like and people were like supporting it people wanted to like see more there are people that was that were saying they're like my biggest fan which is like like you know doesn't really make sense because like i had just started making videos like a couple weeks ago right so they're definitely just like lying but you know it's still <laughs> it's still nice to hear and yeah that's just when i realized that at least it was viable to like focus more on it which i haven't fully focused on it because I, I still do like most like most of my money like the well my job is video and photos so i take pictures of people for a living yeah but pictures of strangers hasn't paid me anything but it's what i enjoy doing the most i'm what i'm pushing to do the most um how how's the process when you when you go out wherever you go miami beach or wherever like what's going through your head like oh like do you have a criteria of what you're looking for like oh today i want to find a tall blonde woman or i want to find uh someone who's a little heavier like or do you just find, like, do you pick the first person you see, or how does that go? Um, so sometimes there's a theme to it, so where it's like, okay, so I'm going to try to find a model-ish girl and try to make her look. Like, I have a video where I take a girl, right? and I, like, get her clothes, and I change her, and, like, we do, like, a different photo shoot, which is really cool. But uh, essentially, what I try to look for is, like, a good image, like, with this person like this person dressed well enough to whereas they would like the image of themselves because sometimes like there'll be like a really really pretty girl but she's just wearing clothes that aren't like fitting to her body they just wouldn't look good in camera so i just skip her and then another thing is that there's always going to be this anxiety of like approaching a stranger because like the the human just doesn't like rejection like even like myself whoever like it's scared of rejection right yeah for sure so what i kind of do is as soon as i'm just okay i'm gonna take pictures of strangers i try to see like the first person i can and i just go and that way the first one kind of just is out of the way right uh um what do you do with the people that that go nah not really like do you just brush it off and and find the next person or do you try to find someone who's like i just beat them up you know (laughs) you fight them right there and then yeah yeah, you'll be like you better take this i have another project called beating up strangers (laughs) it's another channel completely Uh no no essentially You'd be surprised how many people say yes. Like, if you're in a good mood, like, yourself, like, people are just going to say yes to you. Like, I've, I've had this thing, basically, at the end of my videos, YouTube videos, I have this, like, little chart. It's like a white screen. It says right. people asked, and it says pe- pictures of strangers asked. And I think right now, I was at, like, 140 strangers asked and 100, like, 25 pictures taken. So, like, like essentially, like, only, like, one like five percent have said no you know so it's like it's very wow that's really lucky i have this series on the project 88 account where it's like it's called p88 but it's basically uh public interviews Mm -hmm. and we try to go out to places to ask people and there's always this anxiety like oh do we ask that person no 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 they're on the phone do we ask this person 
and then we we have like this uh kind of script that we go up and and we just know what to say mm-hmm. to make them feel comfortable and to like you know get yes do you have something like that do you have something that you just go and you're like hey i'm ta- i'm doing a project for where i take pictures of strangers can i do a shoot with you so sometimes what i normally do is i compliment them first or like, i say yeah hey i have a project where i take pictures of strangers Mm-hmm. And then I like your shirt, or I like your hair, or I like or something. But essentially, just kind of like go to them because sometimes like I'll see that they're gonna say no to it. So right. I'd say like really quick, like one picture, and it's just like at least for me, it's like gauging where they're at, mm-hmm. and then like from then like asking what they, you know, because like I normally go to places where people are already wanting to take pictures. Right. So one time I went to the beach. And it was horrible because if you think about the beach, people are just relaxing, like sitting down. Like, yeah. And it's super sunny and so they're sweating. So nobody wants to take pictures there. But if you go to like places like Wynwood or Design District or even like Lincoln Road, people are dressed up. So they wouldn't mind having a picture taken. Yeah. And I'm guessing even like with asking questions, it's even harder because a lot of people just don't want like that. Yeah. Like it's, it's like a more of the time commitment. Like if I say, hey, I'm going to take a couple pictures of you, you'll think, oh, that's like 10 seconds. But if, if it's like, oh, like, I'm going to interview, you're going to think it's like... Yeah, for some reason, they're like, oh, it's going to be an hour long. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be a whole hassle. Uh, where do you go when you make these videos? Is it a different place uh, every time? Or, or is there, like, certain locations that you favor more than others? So sometimes I just feel like filming. And normally when that happens, I'll go to Wynwood or Design District. Hmm. Uh, well, it's, like, recently Design District. Because before, I would just go to Wynwood or uh, Lincoln Road. Right. But the Thunder is really, really cool, so I really like it. But uh, before, uh, I was traveling a lot, so I did in Thailand and Philippines, and it was just essentially, I, I wanted to do one in like every country I was just in. So mm-hmm. I did one in Peru, Philippines, and Thailand. A couple in Thailand, like a lot in Thailand. Wow. And it's just like, I don't know, like I just think of titles for videos, and that's what kind of motivates me. Because um, I just want to keep posting on YouTube, mm-hmm. and it's just about thinking about the title. So I it's it's hard to justify doing twenty videos in the design district because it would just be hard to come up with a title. Yeah, but I still do it because I like it. What is uh what is your best experience uh doing this series? Like, is there one person that really made your day, or something that they said, or or, like, or how the shoe came out? Anything mm-hmm. come to mind? There's been a lot of cool people I met, a lot of cool people I still like keep in touch. Let's see, like text me, like still comment on the videos. I've had like um, actual, like short relationship out of it. You know, there's a lot of things that have just happened from like the videos. And instead, I, I just like, you know, taking one person and giving them images that they like. You know, like my favorite thing is when I, after taking pictures of them, that they change their profile picture to the picture I took of them. You mm-hmm. know, and I have some people that are still to this day, like I see the DMs. And they still have the picture that I took of them as like their profile picture, so it, that that makes me happy. You know, I like just giving some like somebody a picture they like of yeah. themselves. So overall, it's just really good. You don't have like a specific one. No, it's overall really good. All right. Uh, yeah. So here, here's the flip. What's the worst experience you had during this series? Like someone you ran into that just like killed your mood, or or you didn't like the way the attitude while you're doing the shoot. Uh, I had I have a few. I have some one guy in all these are in Miami Beach. Uh, yeah, I had I had one guy that I went up to, and he was like, "Oh, like, so I took the picture of him, and then he's like, oh, like, you better not fucking post this on like on online." Right. And so that was like kind of like sketch. So it was like, why did you say yes? Or, yeah, like, but I mean, essentially, like, I don't really care, but just the attitude towards it. And then I mm-hmm. had one guy that I asked, "Hey, can I take a, a picture of you?" 
And then he tried to like grab me my camera because he thought I wanted a picture of me. And I was like, oh no, I'm of you. And then he said, oh fuck no. And then like I have both these like reactions like on the YouTube video, but it's just like I don't know. Like to me, it doesn't kill my mood. It just like makes me laugh and like, yeah. keep going, you know. Because sometimes like even like I think the thing that'll put you in the mood the most is either a really positive experience or a really negative experience because it just like it spikes your adrenaline a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I did want to ask because I'm I'm genuinely interested. What is the what camera do you use? Uh, a sixty three hundred. And and do you have a specific uh, editing software you use, or just Photoshop, Lightroom? Yeah, I use uh, Lightroom for just quick. Like if, when it's strangers, I just use Lightroom to be honest. Cause like I use Photoshop for clients because I have to take out blemishes right. and make them look younger and stuff. But for strangers, I, don't, I just don't have the time for that. So I, yeah. I literally just I have I'm, I've made like probably like sixty presets and I just put one of those in. Because change the exposure, shadows. Yeah. I mean, there, there's a big, on on TikTok especially, like a big uh, uh, like um, group of people that want to see uh, pictures with strangers. And, and you made a video about it that, yeah, guys, I know that you want it, but I'm not making a lot of money off of it. So it's like, mm -hmm. I do it when I can. Yeah, exactly. Which ones do you make money off? Like, do you do weddings? Do you do, do schools ask you to come out and help them out? So I've done a wedding i got paid off that i mean i've done different things i normally it's portrait shoots so mm -hmm. i have a little ad going around and then i get hired for portrait shoots a lot of musicians for some reason yeah a lot of artists like 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 to shoot with me i do music videos too i've done um like some like medium-sized artists like 1600 rome i've done uh, i've worked with like because like i started working with flow riders um like one of flow riders like companies like videographers so they give me sometimes clients Damn, I didn't even know they had a, a like people. <laughs> yeah, well, it's Polaris team is pretty big. It's yeah. IMG Strongarm, and just all around like different things. Like I sometimes I do like behind the scenes stuff, a lot of music related stuff for some reason. Yeah. And I'm recently I did a commercial. It's just like it's all over the place, you know. I just yeah. like I I do whatever like kind of just like gets presented to me as long as it's like not a hassle. And normally I, like if it's something like really out of my scope, like I'll charge a little extra just because like. Or sometimes even less if I want to start doing it. For example, the wedding, uh, I think I charged six hundred, mm -hmm. so that's like really low price for a wedding. But I just wanted it to be like in my portfolio, yeah. And you know, I got it done recently. And then I have a commercial, which you know, like it's something I've never done, but I, I charge like way more for that, just because like it. I don't really want to be doing commercials that much, you know. So yeah, uh, can you tell? Uh, can you tell us what the product was for? For the commercial, was it like for someone or something? Uh, the commercial was for this company called Rock Bottom Bets. So oh. it's sports betting and stuff like that. Really nice people. Uh, that's why I flew out to Chicago like a couple weeks ago. Damn. And yeah, it was. I love how the commercial came out and it looks really good. So. Yeah. So if you don't mind, I, I kind of want to know the person behind the camera a little bit more. Uh, where are you from? Like where were you born? Where did you grow up? I'm from Peru. So I came to this country when I was 16, so that's now, if my math is right, it's six years now. Mm -hmm. So I've been here for six years. I came, oh, here's your dog. <laughs> I came into Boca first, and then I moved to Miami a couple years ago. Your English is very good, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, and Peru, they teach you English, and I also came here from five to eight, because my parents wanted me to learn English a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and when did you realize you wanted to do photography as a full-time career? Like when you were 16, when you were a kid, or, or when you turned 18 and you started off? Mm. I used to do marketing. 
So I used to work for this company doing marketing and basically just like building websites. Mm-hmm. And it was essentially just a friend that we just all worked together. And at some point I started getting like more clients and just people weren't paying me. You know, I was constantly like having struggling, um, keeping these like monthly contracts going and people, cause like basically it was a, a referral system. So I would send them clients mm-hmm. and they would give me a commission off it. Right, and then it would it would be all well when it was like small clients, so I would get like, you know, like, thousand dollars, whatever, like. But then they started being like bigger budget clients, and then they stopped fulfilling on that commission money. So I just got tired of it. I said, hey, like, why not just start doing something for myself? Mm-hmm. And I was just at the beach, just hanging out, and then there was just, you know, it's it's funny. I was in the beach, and I saw this guy soaking wet, like in a suit. And there was Wait, in a suit with like a tuxedo or something? Yeah, it was a whole suit, like a blue suit. And he was just soaking wet and he was drying himself like outside the bathroom. And <laughs> I just like asked like, what are you guys doing? And they said, oh, like we're just like shooting like a, a photo shoot for like this guy's album. Right. And I said, oh, cool. And then they said, oh, like we're promoting too, like for clubs. And I was like, oh, cool. At that time, I think I was like 18, 19, like, like a really young age. So I couldn't go get into the clubs. Yeah. But I was like, oh, like I'll, I can help you guys promote because I was just bored. I was at the beach, and so essentially, like I just started like talking to girls and like telling them to go to the clubs and like getting their numbers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And after the end of the night, like we got like a, a good amount of people like wanting to go, and the the guy that was basically doing the photo shoot too, that was slash promoter slash I guess photographer, and the other guy was just promoter slash musician, um, said, hey, like I like uh, I don't remember the exact words, but he liked. Like that, I was there, and he asked me if I wanted to come for a music video. So he just liked your vibe. He was just like, he seemed like a cool dude. Yeah, and then, come on. Yeah, and then essentially, my like, I don't have a camera. Like, like I don't even know how to take pictures. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my mom had a camera, so I just asked her for her camera, and, and I took it. And yeah. And, <laughs> and then, then and then, a star was born that day. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> my lady got out here, you know. I just take pictures of. Yeah. <laughs> um, I really enjoy talking to artists that that do their craft full-time because I, I like to getting into detail of what their family thinks or how their family reacted when you go, hey, I'm not going to go this traditional uh, nine-to-five blue-collar you know, job. I'm mm-hmm. going to do music or I'm going to do photography. Mm-hmm. The, how do you, your parents react when you tell them that you're doing this full-time? See, my mom loves photography. My whole family like loves what I do. Mm-hmm. But no matter what, I, even if, like I don't know, like no matter how much success I get, no matter how much I'm getting paid, like my mom was always like, "Oh, why don't you go back to college?" You know, like any like <laughs> any time she any like any yeah. chance she gets, so it'd always be there. But she still supports what I do, you know. And, right. Yeah. So it so when her like relatives ask like, "Oh, what's your son doing?" It, you you know for sure she's telling them the truth, and she's not like, "Oh, he's gonna be a doctor or or, or a lawyer." Um, never that because I don't think any of my relatives would believe I'm gonna be a doctor, <laughs> but. <laughs> I, I don't know. I remember. I remember she one time she lied about it, but I don't remember what she lied about. But wow. now she definitely tells him, and she shows him my videos, and she even like shares my videos on like um, oh, for sure on WhatsApp and stuff so <laughs> to yeah. her like friends. So. Um, I usually don't like talking about uh, coronavirus, and even when I bring it up on here, I say that exact phrase. But <laughs> I for I like how you, you're whispering it. <laughs> I usually don't like talking about coronavirus. Yeah. No, of course, but f- for for your job especially how did 2020 affect uh your photo shoots like i'm guessing you had like a full slate and then some of them fell out or some of them Mm -hmm. got pushed forward so before i would do a lot of event photography and that really went to zero after covid (laughs) yeah 
So that's Some one thing. But you'd be surprised how much photography really is needed nowadays. Because before, as an artist, yeah, you could go to a concert and like you could get fans like that, mm-hmm. or you could go to events and stuff and get fans like that. But now it's all at least like on the COVID side, like it's way more virtual. Like there's more online concerts. I even filmed an online concert. Like um, we literally all got there. There was a whole orchestra, and it was just like, like three like five cameramen and like the audio guys is just there really like, I, I just experienced the whole like con- concert just by myself yeah know, so. wait wh- was this like on a set or, or yeah what? yeah there was like maybe like 20 people in the audience because of covid you have to be like social distance like all the chairs were like next to each other but i just like the concert was amazing you know so yeah. it's just like the jobs just change like it's different now wow yeah it's definitely eye-opening to see that entertainment is has such a huge impact in people's mm-hmm. lives like even if they don't realize it because Without that, mm-hmm. it, quarantine would have been way more stressful yeah. or way more, like, yeah. brain-numbing. Because in quarantine, like, everybody's seen Tiger King, you know? Like, yeah. everybody's seen, like, all these new shows coming out, and this is what's needed more, like, more content. Even you, I'm, I'm guessing, like, you've been putting more effort into, like, the actual podcast just because you know, like, there's actually yeah. like, more people wanting I mean, yeah, well, all that free time actually helped me kick it, kick it off. Mm-hmm. Uh, but speaking about Tiger King, do you have any ambitions into doing a, doc- a documentary or a docu-series? Um, yeah, I'm in the pro- process of talking to the Carol Baskin, you know, making her her oh, side yeah. of the story. Oh, yeah. No. I mean, she is right next to Tampa, so <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, yeah. it could happen. We're, we're close like that. We're tight. Nah, honestly, <laughs> I've been offered, like, to shoot, like, like kind of like short movies and stuff like that, but I've never been offered, like, a big enough budget so if the budget was there i'd be willing to do it or if i had an idea and somebody wanted to like help me do it yeah but i don't have like the passion of like hey i really want to make this movie i'll make it like no matter what but in a sense i guess like the pictures of strangers is kind of like a story but i don't really want to do like a like like i don't have anything that interests me that much right now yeah uh is it just you doing this or do you have friends that like help you out is it like people behind the scenes so if you see the recent videos, I, I don't no longer use a GoPro. Yeah. So I still do, but it's like the second angle camera. So I have people f- helping me film. Right. So I have my my friend Pablo. Um, shout out to Pablo. Yeah, yeah. Shout out Pablo. And my sister helped me once actually, and that's the video that's super shaky, but you know, it's still still <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I get you. And I have a a guy named Nicolas. He's from Argentina that's helped me edit some of the videos. So. Oh, that's what's up. I. Re- one of my favorite ones was the Jennifer Lawrence one, where it's like you go up to this uh, to this random woman and you're like, "Hey, you kind of look like that celebrity," and she's like, "Jennifer Lawrence, yeah, yeah." I get that. And you looked so like done with it. Yeah. No, honestly, like it was even better like in real life. Like she just like I didn't remember the name of the girl, so that's why I said you kind of look like a celebrity. Yeah. And then she immediately said Jennifer Lawrence, and like yeah, that one. <laughs> and it's crazy how much she does look like her. But that video is is gonna come out maybe like in a couple of weeks, like the actual YouTube video. Yeah. Uh. I mean, can you give us like a like a sneak peek, like an update? Did she end up? Because on the video you said, "Oh, she never contacted me for she, to send actually." Those she saw that TikTok and then messaged me. So, so she saw it because you were she, you were on a her for you page. Um, I so basically, uh, when I met them, they asked me like, "Oh, like what does this go to?" Mm-hmm. And I think then they asked me for my TikTok, and I think I gave it to like the brother or something. Right. And. Then I said, oh, but if you want the pictures, you got to message me on Instagram. And I don't know if they got that part, but they never mess- she never messaged me on Instagram. 
but then I think after she like the TikTok got posted after even like I think it was like four a.m. or something. She messaged me there, and I was like, well, yeah. Four in the morning. Yeah, and then I sent her the pictures, and nah, that's she really I, also, I initially I asked her brother to take pictures of him because his brother, her brother, would like look pretty cool too. Mm-hmm. And then like I turned around, and I'm like, oh wow, like you look like. And then I asked her to for like the the video is like kind of like in a two part thing, you know. Yeah. Like, first I asked the brother, and then like as we're walking, I'm gonna say, oh, I kind of you kind of look like Jennifer Lawrence. And I said at that point I wanted that picture because I knew like that that yeah. was like a good video in my head, you know. And and she definitely like if you're like. If you just like pull that picture up that you took and then look away and then glance at it really quickly, mm-hmm. it, you would just think, "Oh, that's that's Jennifer Lawrence." But it's not even like people have so many like layers to them, you know. And, and she just like it wasn't only that she looked like Jennifer Lawrence; it was more like her vibe, like the way she spoke, like the way she just like had like the emotions. That's what yeah. got me, you know. No, definitely. And there was, I mean, not not to be like like a fangirl or whatever, but there was another video where. Where you went and you were like, oh, can I take a picture? And then there was some chick there. She was like, oh, I'm, I'm taking pictures. And then you're like, of the tree? Because she was like <laughs> pointing at the tree or something. No, because like, I don't know. Like, I went there and I asked one of the girls for the pictures, mm-hmm. right? And and in my opinion, like, I don't know. Like, that that girl just wanted, I don't know. I honestly don't know what happened there. Because like, <laughs> like I, here I am with like a, a videographer. Yeah. Like a guy with, like, my camera is huge. Like, the camera the videographer uses is huge. It's a Blackmagic. It's a really big camera. Oh, like so, the over-the-shoulder type camera? Not that big, but it's, it's it's big enough where you would say, like, okay, like, this is, this is like, this is kind of, like, okay, like, cool, you know, like, kind of big. Right. Uh, and then I asked her friend for a picture, and then she's like, oh, no, I'm taking pictures here with my iPhone. Like, like, so right. that's, that was just kind of weird to me, you know, like, but whatever, like, I don't want think people, like, things to affect me, so I just took a picture, like, yeah. literally, like, right next to her, so. I mean, uh, which one do you feel more comfortable doing? Do you like taking pictures of people by by themselves or couples or like a group of people? When you say comfortable, do you mean like like do I like the results more or? Like, or do you like no like beforehand like you're walking around you're like okay like I'm doing this I gotta find someone, and then you see like if you had to pick between like, you know that those types like oh there's a person by themselves I just run up and ask them real quickly mm-hmm. or like oh there's a beautiful couple like mm-hmm. let's go up like which one do you prefer personally? Sometimes it just like kind of like in my head they just I just see this image and I'm okay I want to go get that and I just go sometimes I approach groups sometimes I approach people but normally people are easier like one person's easier mm-hmm. but at the same time when you approach a group you have more op- options yeah. so it's that okay after I finish this girl all the other girls want to take pictures too so right. I got more pictures there you know I, I can tell you're very extroverted you, you think? yeah I mean if I'm talking to you right now do you disagree or? um no, I mean, I'm pretty... I like talking to people, so yeah. yeah. Extra words, like, when you get your energy out of people. So yeah, I enjoy people. And and definitely, yet you need to do that when you're doing this project. Because you can't just be, like, like whispering, like, excuse me. Is it okay? But, like, you can't be all shy. You gotta be... You gotta amp them up. Gotta include them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's true. I, I When you're comfortable, like, there's days where I just feel really shitty. Like, especially during quarantine. Like, there was, like two months where I basically just stayed home and didn't do anything. Right. And then as soon as I went out to like start doing this again, like I just couldn't speak to people. Like it was just so weird, like speaking to people again. So it was like a lot yeah. of people said no to me that day, you know? So it's yeah. just different. Like people can tell when you're comfortable or not comfortable talking or when you like, expect yeah. the yes or when you expect the no. Like it's something you'll ask, like, especially, I don't know if you're ever walking Lincoln road or ocean drive. Have you ever walked that? I went more, more often than the other two. 
Okay, Winwood is not as much, but you'll see there's some people that give out pamphlets, right? Yeah. And don't you always, like, pass through that people? Like, you don't take that pamphlet, do you? I mean, me personally, I, I try to be nice. I'll be like, oh, thanks. And then, and so the, the recycling bin. Yeah, yeah, but a lot of times you'll just, like, walk by them if you're, like, in with rush. friends in a rush, whatever. Yeah. But, so, it's because they expect it, no. Like, they, they expect you to say no. Like, they don't really care. It's just your job. They're getting paid in an hour to an hour to an hour or whatever. Yeah. But then there's, there's people that get money off it like their promoters they get a percentage mm-hmm. and you'll notice that when they ask you you stop because they expect you to stop and then you stop because you you want to like they know you're going to take that paper right and in your head you know you're going to take it because he wants he knows you're going to take it and you just stop it's all a, about a mindset yeah damn that's interesting i never i never saw it that way until you pointed it out mm-hmm. but uh throwing you a curveball uh do you have any paranormal experiences any what Paranormal experiences. I heard porno experiences. I no. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if someone like, came up and asked you to record them doing some freaky shit. But... No, I've, I've been offered like a porno thing like to film, but I didn't. Oh, really like a camera it. person? Yeah. and I. Can you say the, the the name of the company? Like, was it? No, it was like just people that asked me. Like, I'm, I don't know. And I've had people ask me for like OnlyFans and stuff like that, but I've never done it. I mean, I'm guessing that's like a lot of money. Yeah, but. It just isn't interesting? Mm. I think there's the right time for everything and like at least like the porno thing I didn't really want to do it right that's a little bit too intense yeah and the only fans that just and now I have a girlfriend and you know it's just like I'm really, I, honestly I wouldn't really want to like it's just it's just like a lot of I don't even know what to say but it's just it's just it's not something I want to do you know yeah I get you but paranormal experiences mm, honestly not really have you uh, I mean, there's there's a few, I three, the ones that get, that come to mind. I already mentioned it on a different episode, but oh, so the, you're just gonna make me watch that episode. <laughs> no, but the long story short of it was that I was I was sleeping and then I I, I woke up because I was still wearing like street clothes and like I'm a little ass kid, so I'm like that's not right. I gotta put my pajamas on, and then I go to put on my pajamas on and the door to the hallway's open and I see the girl from the Grudge. Like the girl, little girl with the white dress and long black hair, yeah. And I even then I was like, oh, that's probably like a chair, or like the the shadow of a chair. And then my mind's just playing tricks on me. But then when I kept looking, I she was moving like towards me, like crawling on all fours. And I was like, oh shit, this is real. And then I I I don't know why, but I I I was committed to my pajamas. So I like I took off my clothes and put them on really quickly. And then I rushed into bed. And then I'm like, so I was like let me pretend to go to sleep and uh-huh. then when I you know that thing that little kids do where they like squint their eyes a little bit mm-hmm. open but they still look like they're asleep yeah. when I did that she was standing over me like mm-hmm. on the side of the bed and then I was like oh shit like I'm freaking out I gotta think like what's my next move what's my next move I honestly have no idea what to do like do I bolt do I scream like what's gonna happen so but I pretended you to... didn't scream oh my god <laughs> I don't know but... a... you were what six you said six seven five i don't know like around those three but i remember i was pretending to be asleep for so long that i eventually actually fell asleep mm-hmm. and then i woke up the next day and i was like was that a dream but then i look and i'm wearing the pajamas that i put on so i was like what the fuck see you know i think personally like i'm just very skeptical about things right but i think this is like a combination of like a false memory and like a dream so i think you had that dream and I think you kept retelling yourself that dream until at some point... That but how do you explain the, the clothes, then? That you... I think you actually did wake up, and then you had a dream about it. 
So, so you're saying I I changed and then I went back to sleep and then I dreamt that whole interaction. Well, I can't tell you like I'm not saying what you did. I'm just saying like I'm very skeptical about these things. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm especially I'm a for a five too. year old kid to see the exact image of the girl from the Grudge. Yeah. You know, like I feel like maybe you saw that movie and kind of like impacted you. I mean, not really, because. I'm a huge, even back then, I was a huge horror fan. Like, people thought I was going to grow up and be psychotic because I would watch all these, like, rated R movies with, mm-hmm. like, Bloods and Guts, and I wouldn't flinch. And, like, and my parents just showed it. They were like, whatever. You could do a podcast about, like, paranormal stuff, you know? Uh, the way you described maybe. it got me kind of scared. So. <laughs> uh, and I think it was a house, mostly, to be honest, because all my experiences were in that house. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was another one that, it was simple. It was just, like, I was chilling in the living room slash kitchen. And then one of the cabinets opened slowly, and then I went to go close it. And when I sat back down, it, it did it again. But this time it opened enough that when I looked inside, it was two red glowing eyes staring back at me. And then that's when I ran off and, like, I don't know, to my mom's room and be like, what the fuck? Damn. I, my mom had a similar thing, whereas, uh... oh, dude. This is such a, like, I don't remember, to be honest. I just remember she had this thing where she, like, hid in, like, a closet with all of us for, like, like six hours or something what wait wait what that's a paranormal experience right there well like it wasn't mine it was hers you don't remember this no i don't remember so she told you so she told me that part that's all i, I have terrible memory i i'm with you on that you um, do too i uh i i hate like especially for like what i'm doing i i forget the most randomest stuff it's not even like important or or not important it's just random like what uh like i wouldn't go like, for example, I would tell my friends, hey, uh, I have this idea, and to do this, this idea, I have to, like, for example, if I have a certain guest on, I'm like, I was like, I'm going to ask them the, this question, and then I would hype it up, hype it up, and then the podcast goes through, and then and then they're like, you never asked the question, and I was like, bro, I completely forgot, and they, and they think I'm lying, right, like, I, I chickened out or something, but it's like, no, I generally forgot, like, I just... But now you have it written down, so, you know, you... I mean, like, I don't, like, that's the thing. Like, even, I sometimes even forget to uh, to write shit down. Yeah, I'm a few that. Sometimes you have a great idea, and then you just... Yes, that's the worst. When you go, like, you have an amazing idea for, for anything that you're doing. Uh, I don't know, like, like, for example, your TikTok or your YouTube. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, I should write that down, but you don't. And then you forget it. And you try remembering, and it's like going through a house of mirrors you just you just no matter how hard you try you can't yeah that feeling is so horrible when you have like that thing um like the edge of like it's just like yeah the tip you're trying of your to connect tongue. all these like neurons together and like uh-huh. trying to like see it and it's, it's just a horrible feeling and it got amplified to me because i had this one professor who explained like that activity which is basically the neuron trying to like find that i'm not explaining it correctly because i'm not a... what okay <laughs> okay <laughs> I guess this is a time for an ad break. Give us one second. <laughs> Guys, I'm not big on ads. So if you see some on here, it wasn't me. And if it was me, then you know that your boy's using them. I wanted to tell you, Avid listeners, about something special coming this January. As a thank you for listening, I wanted to announce it on here first. We will be dropping shirts, merch, articles of clothing if you feel so inclined. Project 88 exclusive that comes with a little surprise. And we're back. All right. So you were telling the story about the neurons going into each other. That yes. reminded me of the Jimmy Neutron thing. Uh, you know the yeah. The TV show. Yeah, that, that was my professor actually. You know, he wrote that show. No, he wrote uh, that show. Yeah. <laughs> no, maybe it was just watching Jimmy Neutron. Maybe. <laughs> no, but uh, basically. Oh, like he made it up. He was just like, oh, you know, 
uh, when you forget something, it's just your your neurons. And, yeah, I can imagine that. Honestly, that's like funny. teachers in Peru were really bad, so maybe they just got it from like SpongeBob. You know, like oh, like because I had this one teacher, he was talking about. Uh, well, he he wasn't bad. He was a great professor, but he was just very like stubborn about stuff. So I remember one time he said like the average reading for a human being was sixty words per minute. Right. And I said no, like there's no way. Like it's at least like one fifty, like two hundred. And then he just kept saying, like, no, like, then how could you read, like, so quick? Like, the words would just go through your mind. Like, it would be crazy. And I said, like, because, like, right now, as we're talking, like, I'm seeing more than one word per second. Like, right. I'm seeing more than that. Yeah. So, in your mind, it goes even faster. Mm-hmm. So, I, then I Googled it and I showed him. He's like, oh, okay, like, yeah, it is two, and then 250 per minute, yeah. whatever. But essentially, when you're remembering stuff, your brain is looking to, like, at that connection of the neuron. So at at that point, if you're like misremembering stuff, or if you're trying really hard to remember something, you're actually like damaging that neuron. Like you're damaging like the connection to it. Yeah, at least that's how kind of how. He oh, that makes it. sense. So let's say you're like in an argument with somebody, mm-hmm. and then you don't think of a good comeback until way after, like until you're in the shower or or the next day, and you're like, damn, I should have said this. I mean, you think about it in the shower, damn. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, your brain doesn't turn off when you're in the shower. I think about things. Damn. Think about the most random things. I don't know. Like it's been so long since I've like argued with somebody like really heavily. Do you yeah. do that constantly? You have like a debate club? Not no, but there's just things where not even like arguing or debating. It's just like mm-hmm. someone makes a joke and then you're like, oh, it would have been funny if I added this onto it or, uh-huh. or like stupid shit like that. I, I I hate that when you're like in group things and you have like this joke and it's like in your head and you're like gonna say it. And then you wait for somebody else, like, and then you're about to say it, and somebody else just, like, starts, like, speaking. Right. Right? And then they change the subject completely. Yeah. Like, and you're trying to be, like, nice to let them speak, and then the whole subject's changed, so at that point, if you say the joke, it would just be, like, weird. Like, I hate when that happens, you know? And it's, like, it's this great joke yeah, that you're yeah. about to say. Sure. Yeah. A lot of us can relate to that. But did you ever have this moment in school where you, uh, uh, yeah, did you ever have this moment in school where you wanted to say um a joke but then you said it like kind of quietly and then the next the person next to you said it louder and then and then they got everyone laughing like, all the time i had this one guy next to me in, in class that would, he was like totally extroverted like really outgoing just, yeah really outgoing in, in school i was like the, like super i just didn't like at least when i was like like my teenage years i didn't like drawing attention to myself like i was really like, had low self-esteem because I would constantly be moving and then, like, I would, like, if you don't know about things about high schools and, like, secondary schools, it's always, like, the new kid that kind of gets, like, bullied a little bit. Mm. So, since I was always moving around, I would always get, like, teased about stuff, especially because in the beginning, I was a very, like, extrovert. And, but I was, like, I was a year or, like, a year and a half younger than most people. So, my ex- extrovert, like, things that I would do was just, like, very childish. Right. So, I would constantly get, like, teased about that. So, at some point, I just said, okay, like, I'm just not going to, like, like say stuff and then i would always like anytime professor would say something i would just like say something like super low you know because it was funny to me yeah and i wanted other people to hear but i didn't want to say it loud but then there was this one guy next to me that i always just say it out loud and so it was to me it was like it was good because then i would realize that people were like were laughing at it yeah but it was kind of shitty because like i didn't get the credit for it which is what kind of like when i was younger i kind of wanted yeah but and in the day like i don't know like I think as long as people are laughing, like, I don't care, you know, as long as people, like, I even do it for some people, sometimes in friend groups that people are shy, 
So I say, oh, like, you know what this guy said? So I give them credit. Yeah. Because, like, I know that that's what I would have wanted when I was, like, 16, you know? I appreciate it. Yeah, I could definitely relate to that. Did you find that guy afterwards that stole your joke and on fire? No, like... Beat him up? You're like, fuck you, I'm going to be a photographer one day. Oh, yeah, that's exactly what I did. I just just slammed into a locker and I said... As you're beating, like, as you're, like, you know, kicking his teeth in, you're just like, you know, this is a great angle for a photo. Yeah, yeah, I have that photo still. It's a, it's a poster, <laughs> just so people remember. Never, never. Oh, you hang it in your room? Yeah, never steal my joke. What? <laughs> You're hanging it in your room? No, no, it's already hanged. You know, it's I have a few prints. Oh, okay. You need. If you want to have copies, I have. Stickers. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I appreciate it's it. Merch. merch <laughs> Put that on the t-shirt. Yeah. Um, getting a little off topic. If you didn't do photography, what alternative career do you think you would have taken? Um, hmm. I'd probably be doing marketing. I still enjoy marketing. Like, photography, like, at least a job, half of it is just marketing. Really? So nothing, like, out of, like, not crazy, but nothing, like, completely different where you're like, oh, maybe a teacher, or, or maybe uh, stay in school to be a professor, mm. or even, uh, I don't know, like, like a, a lawyer assistant. <laughs> in Peru, I was studying computer science, and I was, I was pretty good at it, so could have been, like, a coder right now, but I just, I moved here, so. Yeah. So if you didn't move to Miami or Florida or America in general, you would have been a, a computer coder? Yeah. So basically I was in Peru and I would go to my classes and it was like, most of them were like math, English, whatever, like in, at least in university. Right. And there was one that was computer like coding and I was, I was pretty good at it. Like I was like the guy that got like the best grades in that class. Yeah. But the thing about my, I think about Peru was the traffic's horrible. So to get to my university, it was like an hour drive. So I would constantly be missing like tests and stuff because it was just like the traffic would just be bad. And yeah. there were days where I would just like miss my math final, whatever, and it just got me like super stressed out. Mm-hmm. And then that's when my dad just asked me, "Hey, you want to move to the U.S.?" And I just said, "Yeah." And, and then you got to Miami, and it's the same thing. And you were like, "Well, no, no, you, you haven't experienced Peru in traffic." You're gonna say, "No, I, I, yeah, for sure." Like the reason why Miami traffic is bad is because there's some Peruvian drivers. You know? <laughs> like, that's, that, that, that's why. Is that really no, dude? Like driving in latin america and driving in the u.s are completely opposite things like i would I, i'm scared to drive in like I'm, like I'm here i'm a pretty good driver and i'll drive whatever but in the like peru like i, I wouldn't get anywhere because yeah. people cut off so basically you're driving and if, if there's even like a little small gap where somebody can get ahead of you they'll take it and they'll make you like break like yeah. as hard as you can it doesn't matter like they don't care and if you're even if you're like a pedestrian like trying to cross like they'll fucking hit you like if you're just trying to cross whatever and there's people like literally like they have like to cross the street you have to run right like here it's like people just walk and, and jog a little bit no, speed they, walk they literally like walk like normal like you can walk however you want yeah. and pretty you have to sprint you have to like get to the other side or die and it's, yeah. it's just like the first time i saw like people just walk in the street i was just surprised i was like wow it was crazy to me <laughs> you were like this is a dream come true mm-hmm yeah i saw where are you from i'm colombian but you've never seen like colombian no no i've I've been in colombia plenty of times and the traffic there is it's not good but it's definitely not like crazy bad have you ever driven there uh have i no no no. i've been driven there well i'm in a golf cart but i don't think that counts but what a golf cart yeah but it's it's just over there it's mostly like a stop like a caution sign would be more like a suggestion so people mm-hmm. can still go 40 miles even though that's there sometimes even a stop sign but it's nothing like crazy yeah. and, and and even then it's 
most of the time we're driving through like dirt roads and mountains and stuff so it's like not really like the same as it is here where everything's like yeah every street has like a light or well, stop what sign. city in colombia were you at what happened what city in colombia were you at uh, uh bogota which oh, is so the capital, capital. Yeah. yeah but uh i mostly travel like outside of it mm-hmm. do you know the population in bogota? no 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 i'm it's a pretty good number but it's nothing like crazy mm. and it's people don't know this but bogota's like on a mountainside like if you step on any edge of it there's a big ass slope either wow. coming up or down from it it's not like here where it's everything's plain mm-hmm. in a straight line over there it's like how am i not falling? like it's kind of yeah. like like an like a mind trick it's like how am i not tripping or falling on uh, i don't know but i recommend you go there uh i could tell you like traveling a lot yeah i want to i wanted to go to colombia and i think the next my next trip is peru again just because i, I want to like like visit family and stuff yeah but i was looking my girlfriend wanted to go to bolivia and we we're looking into it and it's also the same as colombia it's like super high up so mm-hmm. it's pretty cool but that, you, that's cool how, how do you travel like in different countries a lot um when there's a reason to yeah for example the thailand thing i had a job there philippines too you know so it was just like i was traveling because of that mostly um but particularly like i like just being close to my friends i love miami Mm. i love being here you know so that's why oh so you see yourself living here like your whole life um i mean i can't see from my whole life i I like it right now you know (laughs) yeah it's a for now thing yeah uh, hey, were you born in here? Uh, I was born here. And but, then you went to high school and stuff here and everything? Uh, I was born here, and then every summer, or basically every time I had free time, like, I didn't have, like, a commitment here in America. I would just live there, kind of. Commitment in America. Yeah, so it's like, imagine, like, it's not like, it didn't happen like this, but imagine, like, you know when you, like, parents separate and, like, they have joint custody? Mm-hmm. Like, you go... You and like during the week I was in America and then on the weekend I was in Colombia. Like it wasn't like that, but so do you like the U.S. or no? I like it. Yeah, like I don't hate it. I'm not like mm-hmm. giving a fuck America. No, no, but there's people that just hate Miami. That's what I meant. Sorry. Uh, I mean, I definitely see myself moving out of it, but that doesn't mean that I can't appreciate the culture because there's definitely certain types of people out there that, uh, for better or worse, get like give you bad vibes. Mm-hmm. Or just have bad vibes, but that doesn't exclude that. Hey, there's some genuinely good people out there. And where would gems. you move if you were new? Uh, I mean, uh, honestly, I'm really. It's gonna. You're gonna be like what? But probably like Alaska or Hawaii, and they're like two completely different things. Yeah, that's weird. Why Alaska? I like, uh, not being alone, but I just like isolation. Nothing, you, know. you like ice? Isolation, like oh. being, like by yourself, like no, like. No one's, like, giving you problems or, like, no one's, like... Not a lot of people that give you issues and shit. Mm-hmm. Unlike here that. You fucking... You, like, cut someone off in traffic and you made an enemy for life. <laughs> really? Damn, your experience is... Like, how bad of a driver are you? Like, what the... <laughs> oh, hell? no, bro. I, for out of, life? Out of all my... No, that's an exaggeration. Like, cut me off. I'm gonna fucking kill him. <laughs> cut them down. Yeah. I never raced No, like, people... You know, you, you, you know, uh... You know... Do you watch Family Guy? Yeah. Do you know that that bit where the peter fights the chicken they're like constantly looking for him I- i've seen it vaguely like they don't look for each other they just run into each it's other it's like the giant chicken right? yeah and every time they do it's instant beef so it's kind of like my I, f- I feel like that's the best description for miami where it's like 
you don't make an enemy for life, but it's just like you yeah. don't like that person. Then people hearing this from other like places are never gonna want to come to me. It's <laughs> really, it's pretty nice, you know. It's tropical. not even that. Like I have zero enemies here. Like <laughs> the stories are true. I I saw a couple of my friends compared Florida to like a GTA lobby, like it's a real life GTA. Really. And America and the rest of America like looks at Florida like. I don't know, bro. Like, to me, Miami is so nice. Like, I was walking, like, Lincoln Road. Everybody said hi to me. I mean, that's different. Because you're going through, like, where it's very open. You know, like, the... Like, there's, like, good people, but... Damn, Homestead's fucking not struggle, all of, eh? Not all of Miami is like that. Like, I wish people were just like, hey, how are you doing? Like, Well, it was more of me saying hi, and they would say hi back. Yeah. Over there, you say... Not over there. <laughs> well, like, there's some places here where you go hi, like, hey, what's up? Or just like, oh, good morning. And they just give you, like, a stink look. Really? Damn. Mostly old people, though. So, they're just probably grumpy. Yeah, I mean... I don't know what how you could be grumpy in Miami. It's so nice. Uh, I mean... depressed. I mean, you could be depressed, I guess. I could... That, I'm so... Miami is beautiful, like, visually. But I definitely see it more as, like, a vacation spot. I can understand why. But I don't... I don't want to, like, live here forever. I definitely don't want to move to California, because it's, like, So, you the said... Same you thing. said you hate, like, vacation spots, and you want to go to Hawaii? No, not vacation spots. I said Miami is... Is a vacation spot, and I could see why people see it that way. What vision, I was going to say is Hawaii, that... Hawaii? I want to... But I don't want to live in, like, the main parts. I just want to, like... Honolulu? Is that it? I don't even know. Uh, Sounds I, like... I just want to live in, like, like, the back door of Hawaii, you know? Mm. So just like find, I, find I, where Mark Zuckerberg lives in the little, <laughs> little corner next to it. Uh, the house next to Johnny Sins, yeah, around there. But I just I enjoy like having a house over the beach and stuff. Like to me, that's, that's so Miami's cool. not an option. So. <laughs> but yeah, I like the beach. Would you so rather, Miami sucks. But would you rather have a house over the beach like crowded with a ton of other people, or would you have it like pretty isolated, where like half a mile away is the, is your neighboring house? I love people, so. So that's why Miami's for you. I, I don't mind people. To me, Hawaii is like, like, oh, it's the beauty of paradise, but like, there's this is like, mm. kind of a little bit of isolation, not that much. But I think you like know. Bali too. You know what I would do if I were you? I would literally fill up my schedule with podcasts, like, like interviews, like the whole fucking week, whatever. Like, do it for a whole month, and then I'm every day. Yeah, and just mm -hmm. finish it, and then once you're in, uh, you're gonna finish high school when? May. May, yeah, so once you do that, just go to Columbia for a year and fucking you can just edit all of them and just keep releasing it. Mm. I mean, yeah, there's the, I definitely do have plans for it. But get, get that video camera, that's gonna help you. Like, YouTube is way better for algorithm. I don't know, like, how the algorithm is in, like, Spotify or, like, Spotify is podcast too, right? There's podcasts yeah. and there's Apple podcasts, stuff mm -hmm. like I don't know how the algorithm is there, but the YouTube algor algorithm is really, really nice. Like, Instagram's really bad. Like it's yeah. it's almost going to a point where it's like Facebook, where it, like if you're a business or if you're like creating stuff, unless you're paying, like it's gonna be hard to yeah. get views, which is really bad. TikTok's pretty good, so that's why also the video would help. Oh, definitely. There's a lot. It's weird because TikTok's like you could get big on it pretty easily. Mm -hmm. I was surprised because like there's like people that I know that are big on it, and I'm just like, what do you do? And then they're just like, I just dance. Yeah, the thing about TikTok is that it's so easy to follow somebody that a lot of times, like, because the button's literally right there, and, and and the algorithm is so easy to make people at least view your video. Mm -hmm. And the button's right there, so it's just easy to follow. And it, once the, the difference between Instagram and TikTok, a lot of it is, like, if Instagram sees you getting a lot of engagement, 
it'll be like, oh, cool, whatever. Like, who gives a fuck? Uh, and maybe it'll promote you a little bit. But if TikTok sees that somebody, on average, is viewing 15 seconds out of, like, your 20-second video or whatever, like, or 15 seconds out of your 18-second video, right. and they're leaving a like, and maybe they're sharing with a friend, mm-hmm. uh, they'll promote that video to, instead of 100 people, 1,000 people. And then if they see, like, a good engagement on that, they promote it to 10,000 people. And then if they see a good engagement on that, they promote 100,000 and a million. They just don't care. Like, as long as it's good content... Like, they'll promote it. But then it has, like, the backside of, like, since everybody's, like, having this algorithm, like, work for them. Like, even if you're a creator, like, even if you have a million followers, it doesn't mean you're going to get, like, a million views. Like, some creators that have millions of followers, um, they, they get only, like... 300. No. Yeah, like, a thousand. Because it's just, like, that video wasn't a good video. Yeah. And so it's so hard to actually promote a product on TikTok. Because as soon as somebody sees, like, you're promoting a product, they're not going to want to like your video. Yeah. So that video, as opposed to Instagram, if you do a product there, like, it'll still, like, reach, like, maybe, like, 1% of your audience. Or your follower. Like, it'll definitely hit your, uh, the people that Yeah, but even Instagram's bad with that, because, like, if you have, still, if you have 7,000 followers, like, 8,000, like, 10,000, a million, they'll still only show it to a small percentage of them. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I just find it weird how social media the, does so much to, to find out who you are and, and like, profit off that. Don't you think it's kind of creepy? Like, cause like, for example, on TikTok, your for you page is ba- is all things that interest you, right? Yeah, but it's not great to you. Like, don't you like that? I mean, it's it's weird because it's kind of like, I mean, like for one thing, how how would I know I if I like or don't like something if I haven't seen it, like to like a new thing? Like I know what I really like, and that could even that like repetitive mm-hmm. and just different forms could get boring and or stale. Yeah. But what if it's like I don't know, like for example, yeah, on TikTok is like an animation that's re- that's really good, and I'm missing out on because that algorithm doesn't think that I would enjoy it, mm. or even like I don't know, like on YouTube, like movie essays about uh like movies back in the '80s, or even the ones out like there's different things out there, but because the algorithm is trying to figure out what you like now, they don't give you the option to enjoy like brand new things or or let you try out new things. That's true. That's so true. yeah, but no, even then, it's it's weird because it's kind of. Don't you think it's an invasion of privacy in a way? Um, depends how you do it. I think. I mean, I don't know. To me, I personally like how, um, people tailor to you, at least on social media and stuff. What kind of sucks? Uh, it's just like I think it's how it's presented. You know, it's like oh, like these people are spying on you and they're trying to sell you stuff and whatever and like to me it's like not the case like to me it's like i would actually rather see an ad about something that i like i would rather see an ad about say like a camera or like a photography editing software because that's something i would want to buy as opposed to like an ad about like a shirt or like or or like ballerina shoes like it just doesn't interest me so like to me i actually enjoy what people are like are are hating on social media of like of they're trying to sell you stuff hmm. that's so, interesting i don't care if you're selling me stuff if it's something i enjoy you know yeah but it, don't you think it's weird when you're when, like let's say like this is an exaggeration and there's plenty of memes about it but oh the google thing or like the amazon thing where you where you mentioned one thing mm-hmm. one time and then you see it a bunch of times mm-hmm. on like for the ads and you're like what the fuck how do they know yeah, I, I honestly don't know how to explain that. That's really crazy to me too. Yeah, like you could just have your phone around. Mm-hmm. And right. even to me, what's even like what's even super crazy too is sometimes I'm hanging out with somebody, or I meet somebody for the first time, and then on Facebook they show up in my suggestions. Mm-hmm. 
so it's I met them for the first time. I have no connections to them, but no common friends or or anything. And then they show up in my suggestions. Yeah, that's uh, that's what I, I'm against. I don't like that. I don't even have a Facebook. But but it's just to me, it wouldn't be something that I'm adamant. I'm I'm getting mad about. I, I guess once you take anything to an extreme, I would agree uh, that if they have us all profiled, then just like world domination is like like super close, you know. So exactly. Which but is- yeah, I just. Probably should be scared for that, but at this point, I just enjoy small little ticky-tocky videos, you know. So I don't know, man. I but but I'm am I'm, I'm I'm like on social media at least. Like I I try to keep myself like a little bit clean, you know. Like I don't really browse much social media. Like I try, like, the only reason I browse it is because it it helps out with like my own content. Mm-hmm. But if it were up to me, I would honestly delete a lot of stuff. Like I I don't really enjoy Instagram. It kind of stresses me out. Mm-hmm. Uh, YouTube I do like. And TikTok for like five minutes is cool, but after that I just close it. Cause yeah, I mean, yeah, with TikTok I definitely don't like it, but because of of Project Eve, I I had to to get it and then make videos on it. And even then, you have to like know the trends and stuff, mm-hmm. so you could like apply uh, your content on there. But mm-hmm. it, even then, it's like I'm only on here for, like to post. I'm not really on here for for fun. I don't know. It just I don't know why. I don't know if it's the logo or, or what. But it just gives me off vibes. Mm, maybe it's what it's associated to. But it's interesting. A lot of people tell me, "Oh, I hate, I hate normal TikTokers," but I like your videos. And you'll realize that the more you're on TikTok, the more it'll just start suggesting videos that you enjoy. So at least for me, like I didn't like all these cringy dances and all these cringy music things and and there's these tiktoks are just like this they say um i made a huge mistake and then it cuts off and it's it says um i'm gonna lose my life for this and then they start describing how they want to promote their song so they're still (laughs) fucking i i hate them i don't know if i can cuss but i hate them yeah you can that sounds annoying that's that's what i associate tiktok mm -hmm, and that's what a lot of people see it too but there's some the whatever video you think of whatever most content creators are creating that for you so at some point when you start liking more stuff you'll realize that they start suggesting stuff you like at least for me all my tiktok feed is just jokes it's right. people making like a whole comedy skit which i enjoy it makes it makes me laugh Damn. i mean yeah so, i guess if, when you phrase it like that if you just don't look at the what it, yeah, the just don't like them just don't like them yeah and i have a friend who says oh i hate that tiktok just suggest all like all naked girls Mm-hmm. Uh, dancing and then what he doesn't realize is that I know how the algorithm works and yeah, that means he's, he's looking at he's, the naked he's liking girl. it yeah, he's, he's commenting but, you know, he's not, but it, it, the most important metric is view time so as long as you're viewing these videos it's going to suggest it to you again so if you don't like something just skip it as soon as you can you know? right so he's been looking at these girls twerking that's why he's getting <laughs> and, but TikTok is so hit and miss though because for example like for creators that's funny hit and miss Oh, there was a spiral TikTok. Yeah, Man, that's so over. <laughs> happened like two years ago. I guess I never miss home. <laughs> so what I was gonna say uh, was that it's weird because you can have this banger of a video that you like. Oh, this is like this is my baby. Like I like I put a lot of effort into this. It's it's gonna do good, and then you get like three hundred views, mm-hmm. and then you post something like like whatever. Like I I just need to post something, and then that one blows up, and uh-huh. then you're like, what like. 
the ones that you don't put effort in mm-hmm. is the ones that, that tend to blow up. You know, I was looking at this uh, video, and they say the it's the biggest human error. It's the biggest human like fallacy, and it basically describes that you could be a guy and you cannot brush your teeth for one month. You know, and the closest thing to your mouth is your nose. You'll never be able to tell that you haven't brushed your teeth for one month. Like you won't be like your breath to you won't smell. Okay. But the whole room will be able to smell your breath. Yeah. So it's like you, you, it's so easy to see like stuff that you created and call it good. Or or it's so easy to see other people's content and say, oh, this is good. This is bad. This is good. This is bad. This will get views. This won't get views. But it's so hard to judge your own the own things you're creating because you you just you can't objective objectively see it from a third person's point of view because you created this yeah like for me at least i i see my initial videos and i said oh like to me like when i was creating them i said oh like these are so good like they're gonna get like a lot of views mm-hmm. and now i look at them and they're just like they're too either too rushed like the pace is too fast like it's hard to read the content and i start realizing that that's the reason why they weren't blowing up it's because of these reasons and now with my other videos i've improved but now i can objectively see them because they're it's 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 past me like it's like it's something that's from my past so so you don't have like even now videos out there that you think are, aren't as good as your other ones but those are the one are doing good like you're like why why is this one doing good and not you know the one that's actually mm-hmm. that I, I edited and i took my time with i mean i still have that but people enjoy their own thing and what's surprising to me is uh, a lot of well a lot of people that consume social media are women like it's a uh, just a fact like most i think it's like 60 percent 65 percent of consumers of, of instagram and tiktok probably tiktok even more are women so I started realizing in the beginning I would just constantly post like women TikToks like pictures of strangers but they would be girls like I because like I have I would always post it on YouTube but then I started posting on TikTok, so I edited all the girls ones first because I was like okay like first I want to blow up and then I want to like post like all the male ones, mm-hmm. so I posted all the girl ones and I was getting maybe like like maximum like maybe like a thousand views like max, and then I finished all the girls ones and I was in quarantine and I said okay like I'm because I started TikTok in quarantine I started TikTok maybe like six months ago something like that but i said okay now that i finished all the girls girl ones i'm just gonna do the guys ones and then like this is quarantine i'm just bored i'm just gonna do it and the first guy tiktok i posted that's the one that got like a million views and then the next one got three million so it's just like i did not realize like i, I wanted to see girls because i thought girls were pretty but yeah. all the tiktok viewers all the people were mostly girls and they wanted to see boys mm-hmm. so and, and to me like I, I can't even judge when somebody's like attractive because i posted two guys that to me like they don't look attractive at all with all the comments were like hard eyes hard eyes like this guy's so cute like yeah everyone yeah. has their own taste yeah. and super random mm-hmm. uh well to, it's that time for instagram questions we posted you and we said what's something you want to ask this guy and let's see the the top comments from narcolepsy they ask if you were to switch bodies with anyone for a day, who would it be and why? Definitely a girl, just because I want to feel stuff. Do you have like 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 a celebrity chick or, uh, or a celebrity crush? No, like like who specific? Like what kind of girl? Mm. Like just one of your friends or? Mm. No, I think if it were a friend, it'd be more creepy. But I don't know, just a random girl to be honest. Maybe like an attractive-ish one, but I just want to see like how things feel. You right. Know? I just want to. I don't know, like 
how how people how they feel from like their point of view you know so just be them for a day like go out and just see what happens yeah all right this next question comes from uh tango frijoles and they ask thoughts thoughts on the golden hour for picks the what golden hour golden hour picks like i'm guessing like sunset or sunrise i just think uh they're too limiting a little bit because anytime you take the picture they're gonna be orange mostly Mm -hmm. and unless you do like a backlight type of thing but i do enjoy it it's a good time to take pictures especially if you bring a flash so i'm a big fan i mean that's you the golden hour is 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 called golden hour because it's either around 5 30 or whatever time your sunset or sunrise yeah and it's characterized by this golden light that comes down and the thing is the the light is very diffused and it's straightforward because normally not diffused but basically throughout the day the sun's always going to be like either above you or a little bit like behind you but it always causes like nasty shadows like under your eyes and maybe like under like it'll just make you look older because it's very harsh it's very strong and it's pointed like above you so it's going to cause these shadows so it basically makes you look wrinkly yeah and golden hour is is this time of the day where the sun's pointing directly at you or directly behind you and so it doesn't cause shadows like under your eyes and it makes and the light's way more diffuse it's way less harsh because it, it's kind of going down so it makes your skin not look horrible so yeah. big fan i wouldn't say it's a love-hate relationship but I, I like yeah i mostly love golden hour because you have like this short time frame that you can actually take pictures and then before you know it it's like dark out mm-hmm. and then it's like damn but like i was create- on like i was on a time limit right yeah here. but if you're creative you can take good pictures at any time like it doesn't matter what time it is i mean well at night time is a little harder depending on the yeah lenses. i hate nighttime pictures yeah you're right but the lenses is, is is a whole thing uh wait can i use the restroom real quick i mean we're on the last question so. okay okay uh this one comes from dullam and he asks what's your inspiration uh that's funny that's daniel morales mm-hmm. shout out yeah and it was great that's a cool guy yeah I, I i filmed him for pictures and a video and he's a really cool guy so what's my biggest inspiration i i just like seeing what i told you like the profile picture like somebody changing the profile. i just like when i create an image and somebody loves that image of themselves like that's my biggest thing like i don't care where it's posted like i don't care like what happens but as long as they love that image as long as like they treasure that image and they because a lot of people that go to me for photo shoots and pictures like they never had a photo shoot in their life like mm-hmm. they never take pictures of themselves like they don't they barely on their profile they probably have like one selfie or like one bad picture and they they always tell me like oh like I'm very bad at pictures, and I, like I, I kind of like hearing that at, some, at this point because I know that I can get a good image out of like most people. Yeah. So uh, just like taking that person that hates taking pictures of themselves, and giving them an image they love, that's one of my biggest inspirations of towards like creating content. Yeah. To to add on to that, uh, me personally, I love photography, and even though I I don't do it as as much before when I was like the self proclaimed photographer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still do it because I, I love uh, changing or making other people see things from my perspective. Mm-hmm. And it's it's cool when you're like, when they tell you, like, for example, you're, you're doing like a regular photo shoot and you tell them to, to do something like, oh, put your arm here or look this way. And then they're like, wouldn't it be better if I do it like this? And then they do it your way and then they do it how they ask. And then they're like, oh, wait, never mind. Yeah, your way was made, made more sense. Way That's better. funny. Just like being a smartass about it. It's like, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I just love like the idea of, of 
Like, yeah, your vision, your point of view, like yeah. what you see in them. Because a lot of people say, oh, I hate pictures where I'm smiling. And you then you see them smile and they have a gorgeous smile. So it's yeah. like, there's, like how I said, like they, they're judging themselves like too harshly. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes you'll just show them the picture and they'll be like, wow, like that looks great. Yeah. And then they'll post that picture of them smiling, which they hate, said they hated it, but they, they end up loving it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I have a final question and then I'll let you go, but... Uh, in the colony world, you know, there's, there's this whole, in the colony world, there's this whole debate about whether, like, when does one person become a chef or like when this one person, when did, when can they allow themselves to call themselves that? Mm -hmm. And I was thinking about it and I was like, when can a photographer call themselves a photographer? Is it when they buy the camera? Is it Mm -hmm. when they have this number of shoots? Is it when they're getting paid for it? Like when, like in your opinion, what do you think someone could call themselves a photographer? That's a cool question. Um, so once you have 72 photo shoots done and a thousand five hundred, no, honestly, <laughs> I'm not a leader about it at all. And sometimes like my girlfriend sometimes shows me pictures and says, Oh, look, this guy has photographer in their bio and only has iPhone pictures. Like it's lame or like whatever. But to me, it's, if you consider yourself a photographer, you could be a photographer. Like, right. You might not be the best photographer, but maybe you are to yourself or to somebody else. Because sometimes a lot of people send me pictures and try to get me to judge them, but I can't judge your pictures. Like, I can't tell you if they're good or bad. Like, Because it's just from a technical point of view. I can tell you, hey, like, um, I could tell you, hey, you miss focus here, or hey, you, uh, there's there's rules of photography, like uh, rule of thirds where you want to have people occupying, like, uh, the thirds and stuff like that. And there's where you shouldn't cut off the wrist because it makes it, people look weird. Yeah. and cut up here and here like there's rules to that and i can tell you those rules but at the end of the day like the person who has to like your image is yourself and there's always going to be somebody there like maybe likes it like, there's yeah. people that have what you would see in a picture and and it would be technically bad like all around but there's people that still love that image so like i can never tell somebody hey like you're not a photographer because yeah that, that sounds so heartbreaking <laughs> what when you like let's say for example like go to ramsey's like you're not a chef and then you've been like you know, pouring your, your heart and soul into into uh-huh. your food. So, I'm, like, someone like you is going, like, they're like, oh, what do you think of this picture? And you just go and you're just like, you're not a photographer. This shit's trash. I've never said that. I know, but I'm saying, like, that would be heartbreaking yeah, if that happened. I, I don't know. Everybody has their own point of view. And I would hate to crush somebody, like, in the beginning of their career and because they could be great, you know? Like, it doesn't matter, like, where you start off as long as you oh, put in yeah, the time. for sure. Like, I, I had, I remember I had this, I met this one guy who was, um... I met him just like in university and they wanted to go to Miami and, and he wanted to pay for my gas. So I was like, okay, cool, whatever. Like I'll pay for my gas and like, we could mm-hmm. just go. And he wasn't like very good at speaking. He wasn't very confident. He was, he had like all these problems going for him. Right. And then I had a one friend who literally just shut him off. Like said, Hey, like you're never going to be like good at this. Like you're so bad at speaking. Like, and, and that just got me so mad. Because it really doesn't matter like where you're starting. It doesn't matter as long as you're trying to put your time into something and improving. Because he literally said you're never gonna be good at this. Like no matter what you do, you're never gonna be good at it. And it's, it's never the truth. Like as long as you put the time in, as long as you try as hard as you can, as long as, as like if you enjoy it, you'll put the time in and you'll get better. Exactly. So Practice matter. makes perfect. And it's and no one starts off good. Like mm-hmm. like, like like the gym bodybuilding. Like you think everyone pulled up and they were buff as fuck. Like no, they were. Everyone was either like a shrimp or a little on the on the heavier side, yeah. but they put in the work, yeah. they put in the time, and and after all that, 
that's when they see the results. Yeah, and there, there's people that have it easier, of course, but mm-hmm. it doesn't mean you shouldn't try. It doesn't mean you shouldn't put the time into something and do it. Like, there's people that, like, like this guy was, uh, like, autistic. You know, the guy I went to the beach with. Right. But I know autistic guys that have literally put their heart into just improving themselves, and, and you wouldn't even think they're autistic. They're, they're just... They, like the way like it's just like people have different gifts you know like maybe you're not the best at maybe framing somebody but maybe you're really good at getting somebody to be like confident somebody to like be comfortable with themselves because photography has so many facets to it like if mm-hmm. you could be the best at, at picking a frame you could be the best at like angling something but if you're not getting the person comfortable you're, then they're just gonna look like they're uncomfortable and they're yeah, not gonna right. like the picture Definitely. Yeah. Like, there's people that's really good at editing, but not good at taking pictures, mm-hmm. and then vice versa. Yeah. There's people who are great pictures, but just don't know how to edit. Yeah, just like be objective about it, and just keep improving, and keep working on on the image you have in your head, and at some point you'll just be, you'll be great. Yeah. Well, with that being said, bro, and it's been a blast having you on. Is there anything you want to shout out? All the platforms you're on. Um. Yeah, I really want to pee. <laughs> shout out to that, and if you want to follow me on Instagram. Or YouTube or TikTok, it's all at Gons Casa. So it's G O N Z C A S A. So yeah, and, and my t- YouTube's called Gonzalo Strangers in Film. And yeah, that's that's kind of it. All right, you heard it here first, guys. Thank you so much <laughs> for coming on. I appreciate it. It's been a blast, and have a good one, everyone at home. Take care. Bye.